Hello and welcome gamers to Experience Share. It's a pro gaming podcast That's starring right. me, Godring, uh, Tanner Greenway, aka yeah. Tanner Green <laughs> That's not really a Pokemon. Uh, and I'm joined, as always, by my pro gamer co-host, Fjellgrand. Fjellstad? Fjellstad? Joshua Fjellstad. My gamer tag um, is Fjellstad. Oh, Although, sure. actually, not on this game. Mine's usually Green Ring. That's a good one. Not terribly creative. <laughs> yeah. Mine's not that creative. I think it's a pretty easy pun. I was Ultimate Fudge for a long time. And what's uh, what was the origin? Inspiration for that one? Um, a f some friends and I, and I'm not even sure if I was on the trip or if I just have been told the story so many times, but some friends and I were on a trip and there was a big billboard in the mountains of Colorado Yeah. for a fudgery. Uh, and they had a big billboard that said like in big letters, ultimate fudge. So it's something that we just kind of adopted as like a huh. screen name for the, the home Xbox. What would, what would go into an ultimate fudge? I don't know, but I, now I'm like really regretting ever leaving Ultimate Fudge behind. I'm not sure why I did. Joshua, we are, well, I, I mean, to be honest, we've always been pro gamers because we oh, yeah. do make dozens of dollars annually um, <laughs> from ad revenue on this podcast, which means we get paid to play Pokemon. So we are pro gamers. Yeah, that's right. We've uh, always been pro. We just don't, uh, we're humble about it. We don't yeah. really talk about it, you know? We leave it to, like, the the Poke Sports guys to be, like, competitive pro gamers. Yeah, you know? that's right. Uh, but now we're sort of dipping our toe in. And we're doing it in kind of a um, no-holds-bar, no-laws, like, no-morals system for this interstitial episode. Yeah, no morals. Happy holidays, everyone, by the way. Happy holidays. I hope you're all at home having, like, a nice dinner with your family because josh and i are out here grinding it out grinding it out making that bread those aeon orbs aeon orbs. on uh, aeos yeah. orbs on aeos islands in pokemon unite welcome we're on the aeos island lots of uh, joshua interesting currencies they have going on there that I haven't quite wrapped my head around. This game is, yeah, there are, I've, oh, it's tough. Because they also, it's it's sort of, um, how would you, I would describe the game, there's two games in here. There's okay. like a pretty tight, fun little MOBA that I'm really good at. Uh, likewise. <laughs> and there's like a menu hell game where you have to try to navigate like a modern, like monetized free-to-play MOBA with like a Nintendo Switch interface. Yeah. And that's hellish. There are I play some pretty like so many menu -y games, you know? Yeah. A lot of RPGs and strategy games and stuff like that. But having to navigate the difference between ZR and R is, it's just never gonna, it's like playing on a PlayStation controller. It, never in a million years am I gonna remember which one is red circle and which one is like pink square. Yeah, I was surprised with myself at how bad I still am switching between Z and ZR. It's impossible. And so they're just kinda, like that's bombarding the less fun you part of the like game. Menus and like random giveaways and like announcements yeah. and like it's wild. Yeah, loot boxes and 
other kinds of loot boxes and tokens. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty wild, but I'm like fully embracing it and I'm a fully a pro gamer now. This isn't our first run-in with MOBAs, and it's not our first run-in with Pokemon Unite, and I think it reflects in our characters. Definitely. Because when I fired up Pokemon Unite this time, it was already a character in there. Because apparently Curiosity got the better of me when it came out. Yeah, I got it when it first came out as well, although I don't think we ever played together until I don't. I don't think we ever episode. did. I looked back at my stats, and apparently I played like Snorlax like 12 times, and then... That was it. Yeah, I think I only... Well, I tried out Charizard and Venusaur at least, but then I really uh, I really think took I a liking a couple, to but... uh, Cramorant was my oh, original yeah. power player. I don't know who that was, though. That was a, a, a prototype. That was a blueprint. Right. That was the foundation for what Green Ring would and has become. May I introduce them? Yeah, please do. Chef Green Ring... Um, took a gamble on like uh, there's like a system in here where you can either choose from outfits or power-ups oh no sorry that's the other system this one you spend you throw pokeballs at different like um, items in an yeah item it's store. like a shooting gallery um, it sucks it's not good but one of the things it gave me was a full chef's outfit so I let that kind of steer the direction of my character. Sure. Because the game is, as you know, you and I have been playing now for a couple weeks. The game is um, incredibly complex narrative. <laughs> oh, perhaps the most so complex tight. in all of the Pokemon games. Yeah. Like stories within stories. It's like, I don't know how many hours in I am. And I just like, I feel like I've barely made it out of act one. You know, I feel like I barely like even like figured out what at one is, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they just kind of throw you in. So, um, Chef Green Ring, always aspired to be a chef, obviously. Uh, it wasn't just the outfit. It was a calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, because when she went to culinary school, the most prestigious one in all of Johto. Sure. You sound pretty confident about that. Johto, yeah. Uh, she couldn't get her mind off of this this Aos Islands. Everyone sort of like talks about it. No one, you know, it's there. No one really claims it. It's, I don't know. It's kind we of all like, you know, uh, maritime law, like no international rules. waters for sure. Yeah, they've they've discovered some kind of new form of energy called Aos energy, and what it does is it reverses the aging process um, for Pokemon. Really? But you know, I think with some some lab work, it will do it for humans too. I didn't know that. And then you can kind of like, well, that's the way it works in a, in a game is um, you start as like, for instance, a Squoven. Yeah. <laughs> Squoven. Um, and what happened there is that the the Aeos energy, this was all in the in a lot of the lore stuff that they've been feeding you. I must have uh, must have just been smashing A because I kind of missed energy all this will, backstory. Um, reverse evolve your Pokemon back to its its baby state. One. And then by quickly consuming Aos energy, uh, they can re-evolve and sort of like follow a new pattern of evolution. Got it. According to like your whim. So right now they're doing a lot of experiments with this with just like pit brawls between Pokemon. Just like tearing one another to shreds. Kind of like a, it's like a big cockfighting scheme. 
And it's just, that's data gathering, you know, that's all going to a lab somewhere, figure out how to like, you know, that's like Giovanni's like behind this or, uh, oh, Giovanni is definitely involved and I'll have okay. more on that later. Yeah. As Chef Greenring's obsessed with this place. She can't get it out of her head. Daydreams all day in culinary school, bombs out, finally just like buys the ticket on the like, you know, black market kind of stupid Pokemon would carry you out there. Lapras. <laughs> and they, like, they don't have any chartered island. ships. It's uh, it's so like un- no, under it's... underboard that you have to take a Pokemon to get out here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Have you seen Waterworld? Of course. You know, the like the bad guy, like oil rig. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think that's right. It's it's massive. There, some of the islands are floating. <laughs> I don't know how they've done that. Oh, yeah. I don't every know where Pokemon, the technology comes from. Or is every, it natural? I don't know. I, I think something we need to get to the bottom of, and maybe this is our, our next move, is let's get to the bottom of Aos Islands. But first, let's talk, Joshua. Before we get too deep into all of that, I want to hear a little bit more about the, the um, fresh, bespoke, new, interesting, compelling character that you've made for Pokemon Unite. Well, it's actually uh, an update on one of my most famous characters. Is this going to put Pokemon Unite's release in a time and a place for us? Yeah, I think it will make Pokemon Unite canon for the experience share uh, multiverse. And that's because my character is Breevender. Oh, the like um, Tiger King uh, Pokemon that's poacher right. and breeder. Yeah, world famous, as we all know, back in, uh, what was that, season four? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, she achieved her dream of becoming the world's most renowned uh, and sought after Pokemon breeder with yeah. her uh, collection of Eevees, uh, Eeveelutions, and... Uh, All Eeveelutions. That's where she like ended really up. Rare and beautiful Pokemon. Well, I mean, it's no wonder she's here on the Aos Islands considering all the, like, legendary Pokemons they've managed to, like harness for these battles yeah she uh you know at a certain point when you really uh you hit the top of your field it starts becoming a little bit boring and of course. she started taking Looking some like challenge more and more i would say uh interesting maybe morally ambiguous contracts i think what she was doing was already pretty morally ambiguous oh yeah i mean she was never like totally on the level and uh, you mentioned him earlier. Uh, she actually took a deal with Giovanni. Oh, interesting. My character took a deal too. Giovanni sort of Faustian, huh? Uh, I would say so. Interesting. We both went in that direction. Giovanni wanted Brevander to recreate his treasured Pokemon experiment that went awry, as we all know. Oh, the world's most powerful Pokemon. 
Meowth. Mewtwo. Oh, Mewtwo, sure. He wanted to give Mewtwo another shot. Like, it didn't really work out the first time, destroyed the lab, probably killed a bunch of people. It made his blimp look like Meow. Yeah. The official Team Rocket blimp. It's a balloon. It's a hot air balloon. Oh, you're right. Sorry. But she took this contract with Giovanni, and she did manage to breed a Mewtwo again. Oh, However, ish. in that, well, <laughs> yeah, we can't really get into all the details of how she pulled it off, but she did create a Mewtwo. Gross. Mazel tov. And during that process, she kind of let the power go to her head and uh, she she kind of reached her final form, which is that she got corrupted, as many have in the process of trying to create Mewtwo's. And uh, she actually just decided to take off with the Mewtwo herself. And so she had to, like, you know, smuggle herself over her to runs. Aos Island, the only yeah. place she could kind of, like, lay low for a while. And try to... Lawless! Yeah, it's perfect. No one exactly. can find you out there. And now she's here, uh, and she's kind of like put the Pokemon breeding uh, on hold, and now she's trying to just become the most powerful trainer on Aos Island. Wow. With this Mewtwo. What a story. Yeah. So you two arrived together. That's right. Chef Greenering was discovered once she got to Aos Islands by the um, champion uh, Pokemon Pit Brawler, Godent. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> his uh, his stage name is Neon Greedent Evangelion. Interesting. He wears like a bright neon like athleisure wear. He took me on as his personal chef. So he's kind of a uh, an influencer. Um, I mean, just just because he's so influential. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah. I don't think he like you know goes out of his way. It's like he's like Taylor, you know. It kind of just like emanates off of him. People yeah. naturally take to this god in. And he saw something in um in Chef Green Ring. Took her under his tail. <laughs> and she makes berry shit for him and he uses it to absolutely own on the playing field. I've seen it. Their record is untarnished. In fact, th- I was there was so long that I was taking screenshots of every time I was MVP uh that like it happened so many times that I just stopped doing the screenshots. Oh. I was like, what am I going to do? Send all of these to like my smartphone? <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. I actually, I had the exact same experience. I think I took like six of them in a row and then I was like, what's the point of this? Yeah. Uh, and then when I was playing on my own, I was basically always uh, MVP. And then when we played together, we kind of alternated. We're both experienced MOBA players, you more than I. I one time was looking at Instagram stories and saw that my close friend Joshua, who knows that I'm elite gamer, was bragging about getting level 69 in a game called Heroes of the Storm with <laughs> his friend Anthony. That's right, yeah. Where my uh, my main in that game is uh, Sergeant Hammer. Yeah, the so I tank. begged you to let me play with you like a, like a little brother. 
Yeah. And you guys finally let me. My main is Lucio. Lucio. I love Lucio. This, how is your, are you still playing um, Heroes of the Storm? Heroes of the Storm. I dip my toe back in every once in a while. I actually had not played for quite some time. And then a few weeks ago, something like, tweaked in my brain and i was like i gotta play it again and so i i have a few weeks ago when you should have been playing pokemon unite you're like "Mm." yeah i gotta warm up with some heroes first yeah i i got back into it for a a bit i played heroes of the storm i still play that off and on um that's definitely my most the game i'm most familiar with in the moba category but i did play dota back when it was like a warcraft 3 custom game i've oh, never yeah. played the actual spin-off uh and then i also played league of legends for a little bit when that like first came out but i stopped playing it because i was so upset with like the teens it's oh, just the, rife with league teens. of legends is just like i can't i just like i i like tr- have tried to i love the like the world of it and i've played the the hearthstone ripoff Arctera, runes of Arctera. Oh, that one I, it was called. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, but I can't play League of Legends. It's just, uh, it's like, um... have you seen Dante's Peak? Oh yeah, it's like wading into what you think is going to be a relaxing, like hot springs, and then you're boiled alive in an instant. Absolutely. Yeah, I I think that maybe it's improved. I've never been willing to go back into it, but I just remember like the harassment was so bad on that game and Heroes of the Storm limits it where like you can't re- you can't even interact with the other team. Like there's no easy voice chat. Like it's just texting and it's only with like your own team chat that I yeah. like. Plus, I just, I love Blizzard games. It's also like fun characters in all Blizzard games, which, you know, we play a lot of. Yeah, exactly. So we've got credentials. I guess that's why we're so fucking good at this game. Because I've come in and I've taken the fucking Aos Islands by storm, Joshua. Likewise. I mean, sorry, Bree. Yes. Bree Vander. Should we do rank check? Uh, Sure. Rank check. I have a, a handful of games that pre-exist this profile, and I have one regrettable game that Josh was a part of, and I think maybe was influential in making me make this poor decision. But I did play one game as Buzzswole. Yeah, I don't really we almost lost. know what caused you to do that. But you, yeah, it was the, that was the, the closest game we played and... We didn't almost lose. You wanted to quit halfway through it, and I was like, no, we can... We can pull this off. And it actually like, became you, a pretty you, like, good game because yeah, we did turn it around school. and had a uh, late game rally, which is one of my favorite things to do. Other than that, I have 17 games with Greedent, a 100% success rate, zero losses. I would say that I could count on one hand the number of times I've even died in a match. When you get Greedent yeah, I think I'm about rolling, the same. Uh, and uh, for all that fucking work, great rank. Great rank. Four. <clears throat> four. Uh, I am also great, great rank. rank I'm I'm ranked two. So. <sighs> four Sorry. is more than two. I guess I'm, is that better? Uh, no, it's worse. You start Counts at, out. you start at five yeah. and then they go down. I wonder what, what happens after great rank. It goes to expert rank. Well, let's make a call now, Joshua. We can keep this in or not, depending on whether or not we want to get the fucking bug catchers hype for it. Yeah. Should we come back after Arceus and check in on where we are with Unite? I think so. I I could keep... I like the fact that 
it uh it actually doesn't even look that good nor do you need like a big tv to play this oh, like you can play it on your fucking iphone with the same yeah profile. i i did just see that too so i might get it on that and start playing it on the subway as well but uh it is beneficial i would say to play on just the switch rather than playing it on the tv so it's like a perfect couch game that you could just like put on some trash on the tv and then you just like keep absolutely dominating yeah once we did hit great rank or once i hit great rank it's the games got a little harder i kept winning oh definitely but the games got a lot slower the beginner rank uh, the games were over in like five minutes, but once you hit great rank, the games are like 15 minutes. You're yeah. Clobbering the other team. Yeah. I've had, uh, I did have, I had one f- loss previously, which was during the snowball fight arena type. And I hated oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but I did have oh, my first humiliating for you. loss in, a in great rank, um, the other night. I know. Well, I'm going to keep this gold star on Greedent. 100% hit rate, 100% success. But I'm Guarantee I'm it. I'm pleased <laughs> in that in the expert rank and beyond. I'm pleased that I guess I I was just trying to pull this up. I've had like I played 49 times, although I think that I also played quite a bit prior to this recording or prior to or when it first came out. Uh and I'm level 13 as well. So I'm pretty pleased. Oh, I don't even know. Sure, I have. I sure, I have that snowball fight loss, and I just had that great, great rank battle loss. But I feel pretty good about myself, Joshua. That's still like a ninety-eight percent. I want to make sure while you're riding high on this to stop down and go to break, um, so that we can come back and feel devastated. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Joshua, welcome back. We are on Aos Island. My name is Chef Greenring. I am a Godent main. He's in all neon. His name is Neon Greenent Evangelion. I'm joined by my co-host Bree Vander, Bree running Vander. a gothic horror Mewtwo. <laughs> Mewtwo uh, Mega Y. Yeah, I go for. You ever y. juggle it up? Are you committed to the Y path, or do you have access to both? I think I would have to. No, I, I would have to acquire X as well. I already had, as soon as I got back into this game, I was like, there's just no chance I'm not going to just play as Mewtwo. So I'm just dropping 20 bucks to make sure that I can buy oh, it yeah. immediately. I finally just, but I played a X would be another cost. I played most of my matches without the battle pass and then finally just bought it because I had enough like Aos berries or whatever. Yeah. And I got a ton of power ups for it. 
So I think I have all of the Mewtwo's and a lot of the gothic horror stuff as well, even though I'm just like a sort of thankless personal chef. I do have the gothic horror like outfit. Yeah, uh, you were a little like a, you were a little dark rich, lord like. set for myself. Uh, Mewtwo is unclothed. I don't really love the Mewtwo Ish. outfits. Mewtwo and I, I just cannot believe that they do not have armored Mewtwo as a set. That's Josh, a- let's do our hit segment. Match Mayhem. Match Mayhem. It's like Match Up Mayhem, but it's just about the Pokemon matches we've done. Favorite matches. Chef Green Rings. Anyone where there's a Gardevoir. Why is that? Or Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't know. They're just like. <laughs> the Zappy like, Cat. They're like paper in front of the like inferno that is Godent. Zorora, is that what it is? Once he's once yeah, Zorora. The Zappy Cat. Yeah, Sonic. Once Godent gets belching, ooh, get out of the way, fucking Gardevoir. You see, Gardevoir sees the the silhouette of Godent cut on the horizon, billowing clouds of belch behind him. Do not approach Gardevoir. Turn around. Yeah, I remember when you discovered Belch. I think that was when we were playing together, right? Oh, I've been through every build. Hell of a move. There's a there's a build of Greedent that's like helpful for everyone else, where I'm like um, throwing berries around and everyone else can gobble them up. Yeah, and I there's do enjoy a, that. There's one where it's all about Greedent, and that really feels more like it's in Greedent's nature. I mean, you know, greedy is kind of right in there in that name. So, what kind of um, matches are good for? for um Brevander and Mewtwo. Uh honestly, I'm oh, so I'll any take of them? anything. All of them? Yeah, I'm trying to like think of who did I really like beating up on? The Zappy Cat is pretty fun to fight. They think they're slick cuz they come at you and start like jumping around, but you're just like belching everywhere, you know? And yeah. they just eventually choke to death. Uh beating up on Mr. Mime is pretty satisfying, I would say. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mime is a little irritating with all the little walls they're throwing up all the time. Yeah, Talonflame is also pretty obnoxious because it has, like, what is that, Brave Bird or, like, Fly or something where you just, like, in the air. yeah, tosses you, you can't yeah. attack it. Well, I'm just out here burping. Me and, uh, me and God Ant. Uh, worst matches, Panic Parade. Absolutely hated it. Yeah, There's Panic a, Parade is rough. I don't know if it's limited time. I hope it is. Me too. The the plot is that they've got a tinka tinka tank. Tink tinkaton? Tink tinka tank, I think is the baby one. I don't know Tinka Tink and Tinkaton. I only know it because Miles has a deck of Pokemon cards about it. It's not it's uh Tinkaton or whatever is not canon for us yet, because that's no. Gen 9. Blowing fucking Chef Green Ring's mind. What is this? Yeah. Uh and my job is to protect it from Pokemon coming down three different lanes. NPC Pokemon. Yeah, and it's Bots. kind of a, uh, you have to survive as many waves as possible. I played it a few times. It was only paired with people who had names that were in Cyrillic, and they had a prescience about where the Pokemon were going to come out of that I just couldn't follow. So it was mostly me chasing around like Gengars and just really disappointing the team. <laughs> like, we still won. Yeah. But... I was not the heavy hitter in that one. Yeah, I think so. How that one works is like you have to survive and protect the Tinkaton for as long as possible. And well, it builds up into like a Tinkaton and a Tinkamore or whatever. The three. Yeah. And it's got like, 
you know, a health bar. And so I think like the best that I ever made it was like it still had 67% left, which yeah. is probably not great. I did not like Panic Parade either. Panic Parade is, is not my best. Uh, nor is the snowball fight. Yeah, snowball <laughs> fight is my yours. nomination for worst matches. I hated that. Which is yeah, like just trying to give us something new and fun. I get it, but like I'm new to the game. I'm still getting a lot, of, a lot of. I'm getting a big rush out of just annihilating. Yeah, I ma- imagine that snowball fight Great is more battles. appealing if you've been playing this for years and it's yeah. it's something new and fresh, but. I agree. I would rather just play the normal ranked battles. I don't need like uh, picking up snowballs and like, I don't think it's that cute. I hate when you get trapped in the soul of a snowman. Oh, yeah. Like Like, um, when you die in that one. Jack Frost. uh, Yeah, you turn into Jack Frost. What was who was that? Michael Keaton. Is that right? You see that one? I mean, yeah. Once when I was a, isn't it sort of like twisted? Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. I think a kid's dad dies in like a car accident and his soul gets put into a snowman and then he has to like save Christmas with his son as like a sentient snowman. Yeah, and he has to like become a, Is it called a Jack good Frost? dad. Yeah, Jack Frost, 1998. Wow. Michael Keaton. He looks fucked up too. He's not charming. No, I, I would say that Jack Frost as a snowman is pretty scary and it is similar to snowball fight the snowmen are scary in snowball fight yeah uh, so sorry i'll never for the play L. that again that sucks for you joshua can i do my um you make me barf up barry's pokemon of the week oh please do i should explain greed and regardless of um the evolutionary path you take it's z r move is one of two things okay one is called stuffed cheeks mm-hmm that's the one where you can press R to, to barf a like fan of berries out for everyone to enjoy, including yourself. So many including berries. the enemy if you're not careful. That one saved me a few times. That's when you're playing Greedent to be a helpful teammate. The other one is called Covet, and that's where you press R and you can run and avoid any like um, like impediments, and you're throwing berries out in front of yourself, so you're healing the whole time. So you just run away and heal. And okay. most of the time, the enemies will chase you for a minute and then give up, and you can just circle back and keep healing as you run back at them. It's pretty good. Uh, so that's that's usually what we run. Yeah, that's right. But either way, the point is I'm, bar- I'm throwing up a lot of berries. Oh, I mean, the as battlefield like a hail berry. is like littered with berries when God is in myself. the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's why it's an you make me barf up berries Pokemon of the week, because these Pokemon are tough for God. In. And there's a couple, but the one that I really want to talk about is Blissey. Um, it's awful. It looks <laughs> awful. It's got terrible hollow wear. It has uh, the one that I think is kind of nice, uh, where it has like a, a like angels outfit. Uh, absolutely not, Joshua. I knew you were gonna say that, and I, I you knew I was gonna like that one more. I just knew when you said that there was one you like, it was gonna be the one that I thought was the uh, like all, the worst one. Well, it was the one everyone has. Yeah, that's true. So don't isn't uh, that just why you don't like it? If you were looking at it objectively. It's pretty good comparatively. Here's why I don't like it, Joshua. I'm not a good teammate. No. And I like to sit in the enemy's end zone and just hammer them as they come out of their home base. Yeah, that was always the move you were like forcing on me. That we're just like <laughs> and, camping at their base basically and sniping them. And it's probably um, uncouth. I, well, I fucking get good. What do you want from me? I know that's a whole lot of not my problem. I 
would sit and hammer belch at their thing. So it was a lot of like uh, Pokemon coming out invincible and then being able to recover quickly at their like home base slam dunk zone. Yeah. One Pokemon who was particularly resilient was Blissey because it would just suck up hits and then heal and then like, you know, be generating from being in the end zone. Yeah. So it would it was like impervious to my belch, and then it would you know sit and eat up eat up my time as its fellow Pokemon recovered. So I fucking I don't like it Blissey. can take a ton of hits. Yeah, I gotta do a barf and bail. You know barf and bail? Uh, no. Get out of there. Barf up the berries and run. I guess that's straightforward. <laughs> um, yeah, Blissey's not that satisfying to beat up on either. No, and people seem to like it. It seems to be like a pretty popular. Yeah, I saw. Blissey a ton, Venusaur, Charizard, Crustles weirdly uh, prominent. Pretty popular, yeah. Talonflame. I've never yeah. saw another. I've never faced another Mewtwo, which I was very surprised about. Oh, I don't think I've seen a lot of Mewtwo's either. I've I've only seen Greedent a couple of times, and honestly, they were pretty tough every time I saw them. I felt that heat. That Greedent. oh yeah, we sparred against one in one of our games. Tough little nuts. You were the you were the superior. Uh, got it. Item finder. Hollowware. No brainer. Good. Well, should we say what Hollowware is? Cute little outfits for Pokemon. It's um, holo- I guess holographic Pokemon outfits, which feels, I guess, like ethically okay, right? You're not actually putting them in clothes or restricting them or inhibiting them in any way. I mean, I don't know why what wouldn't be okay to like put clothes on the pokemon at least we know in this case they're real clothes rather than these pokemon that like are born with their clothes on scent question you know our pokemon what level of intelligence are pokemon yeah you feel comfortable just putting an outfit on mewtwo it's like well mewtwo can communicate with brevander telepathically so she would know whether or not mewtwo wants to wear an outfit but i think hollow the mewtwo does not like the outfits that are available uh, I think they're great. And I think uh, let's do our next segment about it. Okay. Tanny Sweetie Swallowers. Swallowers. Because they're so yummy, I want to eat them up. Okay, got it. Did, uh, well, I, yeah, I guess I had three. Lay them on me, String Bean. Fireman Blastoise. Yeah, that's a hot. That one's clever. Really cute. Bonfire Style Charizard. Where he's got the, like, beanie and the scarf. Yeah, Yeah. it's very festive. Uh, Punk-style Azumarill. That one I don't know that I've seen. Fierce. Looks tough. (laughs) Go look for it. It It'll scare the shit out of you. Punk? Is that what it's officially called? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do like that. Not many of the Pokemon can pull off Punk-style, but Azumarill seems to pull it off pretty well in its its little picture. I do like that. It's got spikes on its... It's got like a little star around its ear and it's got little like spikes on it. Yeah, it's like kiss kind of. It's tough. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. I like that. Mine were, I mean, all time I think is like. You Sorry, you're what? My, my uh, Joshi's Sweetie Swallow Wears. Oh. Yeah. Yum, yum. Yeah. Gulp. I think my number one is, I don't know if it's actually called this, but the like sleepy time Wigglytuff. Yes. In the like little old timey nightcap and nightgown. Yeah. Like it's so cozy looking. Bedtime yeah. style. Wow. Imagine being snuggled up between sleepy time Wigglytuff and 
cozy time, cozy style Charizard. Oh, that's a beautiful like image. A angel. Yeah. I also quite enjoy uh, the armored Charizard is pretty good where it's got like oh, a, wow. a knight knight outfit. That is pretty good. It's fucking sucks that they gave Charizard armored, but not Mewtwo. I know it, it's even more frustrating because it, you know, it's like, okay, so you know about armored Pokemon. So you get it. Why are you making up a Charizard with armor instead of making the canon Mewtwo that has armor? Was there also a pirate Charizard? I think there was. Oh, I don't. I don't think I've seen that. that sounds... I have almost all of the uh, Greedent Hollowares, Swallowares. Oh, there is a, a pirate Cinderace. Um, yeah, it was Cinderace. Yeah. Captain Cinderace looks great. Something out of uh, One Piece. I also like uh, the crustle that has the like palace on its back, like kind Beautiful. of Parthenon or something. That yeah, one is I will... pretty good. Those are pretty impervious to belches too, I should say. Yeah, crustle can be tough if it... Uh, if it gets some levels on you. Well, I think I've already talked plenty about Belch. It's my move repeater. Do we have, is that a segment we have? Well, I thought it was that. move unbeater or something very clunky like that. Like <laughs> a good move. I don't know I about that title. In any case, mine would be Strike, which you. Move unbeater. That's it. Yeah. Like move deleter, but these moves can't be beat is what I said. Wow. It's a little confusing. Well, we were in, that was the grim season. Yeah. We had a pall over us, you know? Couldn't even come up with a good segment name. Couldn't come up with a good, a lot of things, Joshua. But a good, good thing is Size Strike. That is a powerful stream of psychic energy that Mewtwo beams out and it hits in five pulses. And then after your next normal attack, uh, like Shadow Ball is stronger than usual and gets area of effect damage. So I always got that. <sighs> wow. I think my other thing was Bullet Seed, but I never used it because um, great, I used it a little bit. Great sound effect. Yeah. You yeah. Comment. I used it a little bit when I was we playing with you and it was fun to hear it on my speakers and then hear it over Discord on your TV speakers too. Just a little like. Yeah, it was satisfying. I yeah. also like your little like crunch crunch sound of whenever you eat a berry or spit the berries out. Whatever that I one was, know. was good too. Uh, all right. Well, Joshua, I think, do you have anything else to say about Brevander's time in Aeos Islands before we split and spend some time in, what's it called? Hisui? Hisui. Old Hisui? Uh, no. I mean, I think the only other thing we didn't really touch on is like, is Aeos Island, uh, canon? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's, um, it's a pirate island out in the middle of the ocean. I think you go there when you have no other choices. Uh, um, that's for damn can... sure kind of start it's like um madripoor or whatever like wherever wolverine disappeared to in the 80s to be like a samurai or whatever Whoa. i didn't really read him i didn't know about that sounds cool it's, it's out there it's lawless it's in international waters they're de-aging people in pokemon um they've got like some kind of satanic pact with like the reggies rayquaza like every legendary imaginable yeah, yeah, we yeah, there are so many Reggies in this game. I actually think like in general, I really enjoy this. Uh, but I do think that they the Reggies in particular spawn 
too frequently. They spawn a ton. And it's so, it's so like, I know we're like, this is everyone's scoffing at us and saying like these two fucking idiots are like great rank four and two and talking like experts, but (laughs) we've, we've got a hundred percent hit, hit rate each so far. Uh, And it seemed like the really easiest thing to do was when all of my teammates ran North to get Reggie Lecky. I always ran South to get Reggie ice or I noticed that Reggie steel. Yeah. Because you could always solo it. And then, your teammates will always take care of the other one and then it's running at like the top checkpoint and then you've got like another 20 points or whatever and a boost to special defense for your whole team right that's being a pretty good team player i guess yeah lone taking one for the team sigma mindset (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right we'll be back to the aos islands in a few weeks after we've done our time in um kasui and we'll let you know how brevander and um chef green ring are doing can't wait in the meantime this has been experience share it's a pro gaming podcast starring me Godring, and my um, co-host fiel grand please do rate and review the show on apple podcasts and do follow the show everywhere that you follow podcasts and do follow us at exp share pod on instagram and threads and x the x, site formerly sort of, uh, twitter sort of a kind of becoming a that's dead kind of the aos islands of social media <laughs> that's right yeah you could also check out our subreddit reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers where you can do level checks with the rest of the bug catchers and you can talk about uh what pro gamers we are um yeah about please. pokemon unite maybe we'll see you out there on the oh, yeah, fields of aos and I don't care. Uh, add me i'll fight you while greed and toe-to-toe with you and if you still need uh some holiday gifts. You can buy some merch at expsharepod.com. Yeah. And then I guess we'll see you all in Hisui in Pokemon Legends Arceus on January 2nd? Tuesday? January 2nd? Tuesday, January 2nd. Yeah, in a couple weeks. Can't wait. Can't wait to talk Can't about wait. that one. All right, Joshua, goodbye. Uh, chip, chip, Alola. Cheerio, Alola. Smell ya later and happy holidays. Happy holidays.